welcome back to Have a Strong Weekend, your weekly guide to all things pop culture, where we discuss, debate, and celebrate all different facets of pop culture. I'm Andrew. And I'm Josh. And you can find both of us at haveastrongweekend.com. You can also find us on YouTube, which you may or may not be watching right now. We're also on all the different uh, listening platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all of them. We're everywhere. Yeah. And if if you've been uh, following us. I was going to say, if you get lazy, uh, just comment in the YouTube video and then go, where can I find you elsewhere? (laughs) (laughs) We've got plenty of time on our hands. (laughs) That's right. Uh, If you've been following us this season, you know that we've been taking an alphabetical journey, one letter at a time, through the history of lost and forgotten television shows. And today, we're up to the letter N. The letter N. A special letter, right in the middle. It is a special letter. It's right right in that meaty curve, not falling behind. Not getting too far ahead. Not winning the race. Not winning the race. Just just, uh, just hanging in there. Yeah. Right in that sweet spot. And what we thought we'd do today is since N is, since M and N are sort of right in the middle, we thought we'd do a, almost a transition episode with a TV show that was an M and an N. But then also use that as an opportunity to talk about some other shows that uh, followed a very similar concept. Yeah. And of course, we're talking about the new monkeys, end for new monkeys, but we're also going to talk about the monkeys themselves. So you see how it's M and N? Uh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Already bored. M and N. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, this is going to be a great episode. I mean, you can't you can't get any goofier. You can't get any goofier than the monkeys and then the new monkeys. I mean, the I mean, there's there. I know there. I'm two different levels of quality there. I get that, but I'm just saying the what it, what is it with the monkeys and like zany? You know how you know how you know it's goofy right off the bat. How's that? They spell monkeys with two E's. Yeah. Uh, That's they, how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know you're in for and a And they tried a to do the coaster. Beatles thing, and it just went in a different direction. <laughs> so. Nothing like a misspelled word to yeah. to, to, yeah. Sign, to to alert you that it's going to be yeah. zany. Zany. But we love the monkeys. I love the monkeys. I love the monkeys, too. I got nothing against the monkeys. Yeah. And I thought at one point that I'd like the new monkeys, but we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Ooh. that. So I don't know, Josh. Let's um, let's bring people up to speed. Uh, the monkeys were a fabricated band that was formed in the mid to late sixties, nineteen sixty five, actually, and then it went on the air in nineteen sixty six. But it was originally the original conception was a television show of four musicians. Similar to the Beatles, they were trying to do a riff on Hard Day's Night. And so I think the creator saw Hard Day's Night and said, you know what? This would be a really funny TV show if we find four, four, uh, four actors to pretend like they're a band. And we'll do that. So they, they did a show called The Monkees in 1966. 
but they all but they hired guys that could not only act and had some of the acting uh, background, but they could also perform a little bit. And in fact, one of the uh, the four members was a songwriter, singer songwriter, and they got a couple other guys that had a little bit of music background. So eventually, the the inmates took over the asylum, and you had uh, these these four individuals who decided that they wanted to be a real band and uh, broke free from that uh, that mold and actually did become a real band. Uh, and quite, quite kind an of inspiring off and story, on. if you really think about that. I mean, it is because it, it is. is trying to and and achieving it really. Let's face it, and breaking out of a, a two year TV show, just goofy. Which yes, it was popular with, especially with the teen crowd. But still, you would never imagine that they could have been able to pull that off and actually continue on, and then have a resurgence in the eighties. I mean, you, you would never think that you'd just be like, that's totally going to be forgotten. That's what you'd think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I want to say by the third album of the monkeys, they were pretty much the first couple albums. They were basically just singing to the backing track. They hired uh, a bunch of professional musicians, Uh uh, to perform the songs. They actually hired some professional writers to write the songs and then they would really just sing them. But I think by the third album, you know the monkeys released nine albums in a span of like three years. It's amazing. From like '66 to like late '68, yeah, they had nine they nine busy. studio albums. Yeah, very busy. That's just how it's how it was back then. Yeah, you know you don't get that now. You don't get bands turning. You know, I think probably the only comparison would be maybe somebody like Taylor Swift, who seems to put out an album every year. But for yeah. the most part. You don't see that anymore. It's crazy to think, you know, we've talked about it before, but like, it's crazy to think that, that, um, these bands back then were turning out product pretty much every three or four months. It's yeah. crazy. Well, it's weird because now, I mean, now there's just so much distraction and different ways that you can absorb things. Right. So, you know, it's not just about like you're in a band, you have a record and then you go on tour to produce it. There's so much more media involved in it, social media. Yeah, at this point, you know, you could have one hit, like be a one-hit wonder, and even though you probably won't make a ton of money off the hit, you have to build off of that. You know, social media. You could you could go on social media, right? Have a bunch of followers from one hit, and that now that the social media is your career, so it's just different. It is it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so, Josh, um, when when was the first time you saw the monkeys? I I remember there was an MTV. Like MTV did a weekend, like where they ran through all three seasons or two and a half seasons, whatever it ended up being. They did all, all the, every episode over the course of two days. It was yeah. like MTV Monkeys Weekend or something like that. Maybe like an '85 or '86. When was the first time you saw them? I would say well, it would have to either be that. It would probably have to be that. And the reason I say that is I used to think it was because they they show they showed reruns on on Nick at Night, but I already knew the Monkeys then. So I started thinking about it. I was like, well, I already knew the Monkeys when they were on that. And mm-hmm. then of course I have uh, older siblings um, that were also into the Monkeys. So probably when they came out on MTV in '85 or '86, that's probably yeah. the first time because I knew I knew them. I was really young when I knew the monkeys. So, and that would have probably coincided with their. Tw- that would have well. That would have, that did hundred uh, percent. That's that coincide. resurgence. Yeah, with that twentieth yeah. that twentieth anniversary reunion, and I think it was actually 
it was actually that weekend. I think the ratings for that weekend went through the roof. And I think that was sort of the first uh-huh. signal to the band themselves, but then other people that were involved that it might be time to take this act back out on the road. And they did. I think it started off with like a, a 20 date um, small tour. And I think it expanded to 200 dates in the span of a couple months. So like it went from, it, it meant from like, we're just going to sort of bounce around some of the big cities and do a revival of sorts to making it a full fledged year, two year long tour. So yeah, I think they, I think they did that. And I think it wasn't all four of them. I think it was three of the four, uh-huh. Peter Tork, Mickey Dolenz and Davy Jones. And I think Mike Nesmith would show up periodically, but I don't think he was truly back in the reunion fold. I don't know if he ever really became, yeah. you know, ever really sort of embraced it quite like the other three did. Uh, he didn't have to, but, um, and he didn't have to cause he, <clears throat> he, um, came from, came from money, made a lot of money and didn't, <laughs> he, not that the other guys were homeless, but but I think for it's them, it was definitely. Money. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's different when you're the guy who's. I mean, he didn't write like a lot of hits for the Monkees, but he was writing some of the fillers on the album. You know, yeah. you get a B side, that kind of thing. And so when you're doing that, you're getting the mailbox money. You know, you're getting royalties checks. Uh, he also was one of the, the creators of MTV. Yeah. Um, he inherited the liquid paper fortune this, we're talking about Mike Nesmith. So I think that like he, he didn't have the, the need to go do a 200 day tour, but I think he was on several of those. He definitely seemed like the most dates. relaxed <laughs> and that there's a reason for that. I think it's a good lesson to remember if you're in show business, that it is, it is very important to avoid overexposure, and sometimes a long break makes the uh, makes the um, yeah makes the world want you back, and uh, makes it more I'm thinking exciting of, when you come back. I'm looking at you, Kiss. Yeah, <laughs> that happened to them too. Exactly. Yeah, people hated like, them for about a decade, and then suddenly they're yeah. cool again. Yeah, it's it, it happens, and um. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, Davy Jones had done, I mean, they were all, though, wandering pretty aimlessly throughout the 70s and into the early 80s. They were doing stuff like they, it wasn't like they were sitting under a bridge, but they were definitely yeah. uh, not nearly as popular Scattered as they were together. Probably is what I would call it. You know, a, a failed album here, a failed tour here, a small tour, you know, playing clubs, those kinds of things. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, they could they could probably fill up a hundred person. 200 person club, but they're not filling out uh, amphitheaters and nope. uh, stadiums and arenas. Not like and they did. <laughs> not like they did. Yeah. And like they did again in the late 80s. Um, so that brings us to the new monkeys. Ooh. And one of the things that was, that was happening a lot, really starting in the 70s into the 80s, was this concept of let's reboot this tv show we see it a lot now everything gets rebooted whether it's i mean everything on netflix there are no it seems like there are no original ideas left it appears that way yeah but uh the truth is 
We've been rebooting, not we personally, not you personally. Not no, me I, I rebooted a couple of shows. It just, it just didn't work out. This didn't work out. That's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Uh, the, but yeah, rebooting has been a thing that has, that started really ever since the, really the beginning of television. I mean, like yeah. um, even as, as, as early as the late 60s, early 70s, there were already reboots started. The earliest I could find, and I'm, but I'm, I don't, I doubt it was the first. Well, there was like the new Andy Griffith show. There was, yeah, yeah. But the 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 new moniker was still around even in the sixties and seventies. Like I, the the new Perry Mason was one I, that I found. I never watched the Perry Mason show, and I definitely didn't watch the new Perry Mason show. But that was something that's been rebooted several times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it does feel like the eighties is when the new show yeah. like new scooby-doo new leave it to beaver new adam's family new adam 12 new I whatever the new leave it to beaver i, I can't did believe too. I said that out loud I, I can't believe you did either i wasn't going to tell anybody but uh i watched it too did you know that the new leave it to beaver was on for like five years yeah yeah it, it, it like that just shows you that that new thing totally works and it, it works if it can be halfway decent i think you'll get you'll capture the audience again yeah exactly so like there there was um uh yeah so in the mid 60s or mid 80s when the monkey started to become a thing again um universal got the great idea to create the new monkeys and the problem, though, with the new monkeys is that the monkeys themselves were still around. Yeah. There were already monkeys, and they were, like, back, and they were better than ever and that kind of thing. So to do a new monkeys with the monkeys still there, I think, was already a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, the, talk about it. You were talking about overexposure. That that actually starts that overexposure right there. Yeah. Um so the, uh, the 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 new monkeys were another fabricated band that uh, that took pretty much all of the different '80s tropes and crammed them into one TV show. Uh, the show was yanked after 13 episodes. We've done a lot of lost and forgotten shows on this this season, um, and I think this one might be the quickest show to be. Yeah. Canceled that we've done. And the worst. We did a, yeah, but I think it's the worst. That's saying a lot because yeah, there yeah. are, um, yeah. Yeah. It's saying there a lot are some really we, bad we shows some, that we've done. We've been doing some, we've been covering some oddballs, you know, and, and it's hard to say just good or bad because sometimes because there's so much that goes into it. But this one you can, you can, I think, lump into like a very generalized, it's really bad category. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really like bad. So I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and go into. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go into this one. I think I've got. Show us this mess. Clip. We're gonna, yeah. Here's the theme song. I'm just gonna. We're, we're gonna watch the theme song. So zany. They're just spinning. Look at these guys. 
my hands on them there. Just, you know, if, if uh, any song has a bass line of don't, don't listen to it. Yeah. This show takes everything <laughs> bad about the 80s and crams it into one television show. I don't even know if it's about the 80s because the, 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 it transcends everything. It transcends just like it has no story or anything. It's just like completely random pieces of things crammed together. It's not even about yeah. the 80s anymore at that point. Now it's about, did you have any writers? Or... <laughs> I, yeah, I guess what I mean is that like, if you look at the hairstyles, you look at the fashion, you look at the sets, you look at the music, uh, the color schemes, it's just like it's all the, the, the problems with the 80s, all the visual problems with the 80s just threw up into that TV show. That's... And you, you mentioned the writing. So when I was doing a little bit of research. You know, we do research from, from time to time on this show. I know it doesn't seem like we do. It definitely does not <laughs> seem like we do. And I'm one of the people that's supposed to do the research. We, um, we, we uh, to call it half-assed research is probably too, too kind. Yeah. But yeah. we do research a little bit. And what I found out about this particular show is that typically in the 80s, to commission a script, a, a half-hour situation comedy... The cost to purchase a script would run somewhere between ten and fourteen thousand dollars. It was it varied from uh, show to show, but the average cost for a decent script. So, if you're watching Growing Pains, Family Ties, Evening Shade, whatever the show may be, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars. The shows, the scripts for these shows, were being purchased for twenty five hundred dollars. So you're, <laughs> which is so probably you're paying, too much. I mean, a literal monkey could have come, could have come up with a better show. Yeah, that would have been. Wouldn't that be a, be a good gimmick? <laughs> written by, <laughs> written by an actual monkey. <laughs> written by an actual monkey. Now with more monkey. Going back to the old monkeys, I think one of the monkeys was actually asked to direct an episode, Mickey Dolan's, and uh, he, I think there was like a very weird sort of. Um, standoff between the original monkeys and the new monkeys. And if you watch talk shows from around that time, anytime the new monkeys were brought up in front of an actual monkey, um, they would usually have something pretty disparaging to say about it. Okay. And I think it was like a, a, a pretty serious threat to their own livelihood to say, okay, there's this new show that we think is going to be hipper, cooler. Yeah more in your face than y'all and i think they um i think they were definitely offended by that but and to um, their to their uh defense you know they've they ha they've had a 20-year career at this point you know even though yeah. yeah they did fade you know but they came back and you know they were able to rebuild on what they had already built and then they try to create that show i, I i'm sure i would be like huh like well yeah. let's do the same thing like you and i were in a band called the carrots and yeah. let's say that let's say that band actually did something. If 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 we were in our forties and then there was a band and coming around called the New Carrots, I think we would we would at least be somewhat taken aback yeah. and have to be like, wait a second, what? Who are y'all? Like y'all can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just want to let the audience know it's C A R A T S, <laughs> yes. not C A R R O T S. 
Very clever. That's very clever. Not, as, I think you, not that much better, I guess. So. <laughs> find us on Spotify. We're yeah. out there. Yeah, uh, we are. But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so that um, uh, the New Monkeys was canceled after 13 episodes. And if you want to watch the episode, believe it or not, they're all available on YouTube. So all you got to do is free. type in New Monkeys. <laughs> For free. Um <laughs> Yeah, they're not worried about any uh, yeah. copyright, but it, the the original monkeys they did file a lawsuit, I think, against the new monkeys. Yeah, and I don't even know what the, the uh, what the outcome of that lawsuit was. I just read that there wasn't. A I don't know what it was either. I think by that point, it was. It's almost like um, trying to kill a mosquito with a sledgehammer. Yeah. I mean, like the the new monkeys were pretty much. Yeah, they were done by that point. Produced and done, yeah. done and dusted. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, it's like filing a lawsuit for something that really ceased yeah. to exist. So they probably dropped it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, so that's um, that's our M and our N. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else no. left to say about the new monkeys no, or the I, old monkeys? I'm gonna go with the old monkeys because the new monkeys are. Um, but uh, I really want to go back and watch. The, some of the old monkeys episodes it's been a really long time for me to be honest with you i haven't really watched yeah it. i know it may be give me a headache <laughs> but, yeah. I, but i want to i haven't done it in a long time you can find the episodes there's actually a blu-ray you can get them all you can get season one two and three on blu-ray i wonder if it's on like amazon or something though right yeah yeah, yeah. Right, oh so you mean the show itself i mean like uh yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It it may be. Yeah. It, it may be. I, I don't think so, though. I feel like I've looked for it before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, how those, many, the, I was going to say, how go many ahead. monkeys would you give? Would you give the old monkeys? And how many monkeys would you give the new monkeys? Uh, the old monkeys, I would give. Oh, I. Uh, it's a funny show. Yeah, it's, it's actually funny. really, really good. Yeah. I um, And the music is phenomenal. I, I would probably give it an eight out of ten monkeys. I was gonna say eight out of ten too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, right. Not only not only for the show itself, but just the influence. Like that, it means something that it lasted that long. Yeah. And now the new yeah. monkeys. <laughs> uh, I couldn't. I made it through one episode. I did make it through the entire episode. But really let me hard. tell you something. I'm gonna give it a half one, a monkey. One one and a half. Oh wow! You're even more than me. I, I give it half a monkey. <laughs> it has no value it, whatsoever. It, it's the worst. It now, granted, we're only halfway through the alphabet, so we we potentially have a lot worse shows that we could potentially be watching. I guess down the road. But I think we can up safely to the say half, this is going to be the worst show. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, we've watched some bad shows. If yeah. if you haven't checked out our yeah. our past episodes, there's B Brady Brides that was pretty bad. Um, yes. Let's see what were That's some true. other ones that were pretty bad. Uh, would um, you say Ferris Bueller? Ferris Bueller makes this. Sh- I mean, yeah. Compared Ferris- to compared to this show, Ferris Bueller is Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that that actually has an actual plot. Yeah, Golden Palace, Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare compared to this yeah, show. You're right. You're right about that. So yeah, we do have to rate it pretty low for that reason. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let I, I let's. I'll put it this way: Let's when we get to Z, which we are going to get to Z, we'll, we'll rate when everything. We look, when we look back, 
it'll be it'll be interesting to see if this is the one that sticks out as the worst of all 26. Yes. We'll see though. Yep. We, we shall Only see. Only time will tell. Yep. That's we got right. a long way to go before then. By the way, I, we had a listener ask, uh, viewer, subscriber, um, ask what we were going to do when we get to Z. And the answer is we haven't decided yet. I'm not sure if we're going to, if our next season will be music-based or if we're going to stick with television or if we're going to do something like movies. Yeah. So at this point, we don't know. But write us and make suggestions and then maybe we can make, make suggestions from that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So... Um, but in the meantime, check us out on our Facebook page, Josh and Drew's Cocktails and Dreams. That's our community listener society. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Have a Strong Weekend. Uh, and um, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Subscribe. Give it a shot. All right. Got anything else? That's it for me. I hope everybody has a very, 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 very strong weekend. <laughs> and we will see you next time. <laughs>